Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Impossible Until Possible with your host Ryan Luke. Today I want to talk about the landlord problem that's going on um, for investors and landlords who own assets, obviously around the mortgage hikes and everything else that's kind of going on in the market with tenants and give you an idea of what's possible, especially for those that haven't really delved into the world of serviced accommodation or short-term rentals, or maybe you've dabbled and not really seen uh, any great success from it, then hopefully I can give you some ideas and you can pivot away from the AST model. I've been experiencing, um, you know, a lot of the same problems that we're hearing from, you know, the landlords and the owners that we're talking to on a regular basis. And, you know, it is certainly a problem in the UK that needs to be addressed sooner rather than later. So before we dive in, obviously don't forget that the episode is sponsored by Luke Stays and iProc. And if you haven't checked them out, do hit the show notes on my Linktree link and you'll find loads of other goodies in there as well. So if you got into the industry like I did four years ago or even before, you know, mortgage rates were, were very, very low. I, at the initial stage, fixed my mortgages for three years. A lot of them have obviously come off their initial periods and are now almost doubling in terms of cost. You know, we're taking out mortgage rates of sort of low 3%, uh, sometimes sub that. And now we're looking around the 6 7% mark. Yes, mortgage rates have dropped slightly in the last couple of months, but I do think that this is going to be, uh, you know, the level that they're going to be hovering around. So if you're going to be remortgaging anytime soon or you're buying now you know, new assets, then obviously you're going to be paying double the amount that you would have been paying three, four years ago on, on your mortgages. So that problem especially in certain areas uh, i've found in the northeast my tenanted portfolio uh, with the mortgages doubling and the rents that you can receive it's just not worth doing and i think a lot of landlords are also feeling the same and looking for alternative options however they don't really know how to run a service accommodation business nor do they maybe want to Um, and i don't blame you for that one given the four years that i've uh, experienced and the gray hairs that i've accumulated uh, due to it but um you know it's been a fun ride don't get me wrong and you know there it is a great business but you know it is a lot of hard work behind the scenes that has to go in so landlords typically at the minute are you know feeling the, the crunch of the mortgage risings i think everyone in general is you know those that are in the game uh, whether you're a residential buyer or, or whether you're actually a landlord you know the the hikes and the bills are certainly um you know Making it, making a dent on the bank balance, should we say. So what can you do instead? Well, for me, serviced accommodation or buy to serviced accommodation has always been my most profitable arm of the business. You know, we make typically three times more money than we would renting to a tenant on a assured short-term tenancy basis. So, but why do landlord, landlords in, in the main, especially the older school landlord, have always just done that model? So, you know, no one really likes change and uh, a lot of people don't like the unknown and are quite put off by the fact that they have to pay for the Wi-Fi or they've got to also pay for the heating, which they've never had to do with tenants. But when you dig into the model, it makes so much more money than an AST tenant for, for many reasons. You know, one um, you know, you're making more revenue. There's no doubt about that. You make more revenue. The right properties generate great amounts of income. And, you know, you can make some good profits from it, even after you have paid the bills. And the thing is, the benchmark is only, like, say, for example, most landlords are aiming for somewhere 250 to 350 profit per month per property. Well, if that's the benchmark, then you can quite easily 
make that benchmark, if not more, by switching to a service accommodation strategy over, you know, even just the short term, you know, the, the six months, 12 months, you will, you will generally make more money for the right properties in the right locations. And, you know, there are an abundance of right properties and right locations for this game, especially in the Northeast. Um, you know, I found, obviously, that's why I've got my portfolio. So that's the experience that I'm speaking from. But, you know, in the main, everything from, you know, one bed apartments up to five, six bed houses and multi blocks in my portfolio make more money than if I was to rent them out in that location uh, to a tenant. But if you then look at it over a long period of time, so let's just say the four years that I've been operating, I've never had a void period. Every single month I've received some form of revenue from that property. Yes, it goes up and down with the seasons, but I have received money every single month for that property and it has been profitable. Now, we also then, you know, so if you then assume over four years, you might have a tenant change in there and that tenant change is naturally going to create at least one, if not two months of void. It could be longer. Uh, we're not having to suck up that that money where, you know, in those periods of time, you're going to have to pay your mortgage and you're also going to have to pay the bills, the council tax and also utilities, whilst you then find your next tenant. We don't have that with service accommodation. We don't have any voids as such. And one thing I've also found is, you know, every single tenant, every single tenant also comes with an end of term refurbishment. Yes, it might be small, it might be 500 quid, but sometimes there can be thousands. Again, we're not having to brunt that cost because we're constantly doing minor maintenance on these properties, quite often paid for by the guests as it's them that's damaged the property. And therefore our maintenance bills are less. There's no end of term refurbishments. So we're not having to also factor in that cost each and every time a tenant's turn over. So that also adds money into the property or adds profit into the long-term running of that particular property. And for me, these two reasons are the sole reasons why you should be getting involved in, you know, short-term rentals if you're not already, because, you know, the profit margins are better. And also your properties are getting, you know, looked after in a, a much better way. We clean these properties at least once, if not twice a week. I guarantee you no tenant cleans their property twice a week. And they certainly don't deep clean ovens, you know, under the beds, the cupboards, the, you know, everything that we do because we have to, because we have to make it as pristine as possible for the next guest coming in. So again, this also reduces your maintenance bills over the long term and it makes it a much viable option. We've also then got on the other side, you know, all the legislations and regulations going on, you know, the, the taxation on landlords, if you run as an AST model, you don't fall under that banner under the service accommodation model because it's trading revenue it's not investment income so you get to offset you know your full mortgage interest against those costs whereas you can't do that as a landlord renting on an ast basis if you own the properties in your own name if you're in a company name then obviously that's a different kettle of fish and you can offset your costs which a lot of a lot of people are doing now but then now you're going to fall into the fact that you're going to have a higher corporation tax on that income so whilst you might have made that move initially you know, you're going to have a higher corporation tax. And yes, we have corporation tax in the short-term rental game, but at the same time, we can also offset that with our capital allowance claims. And that can be into the tens of thousands, which massively reduces, obviously, your, um, your outgoings, your costs, and it allows you to offset your revenue to, again, make more profit over the short, medium, and long term. 
So, you know, let's not, you know, we're not even diving into the fact that, you know, the tenants can effectively move in, pay one rent or no rent and live in there for probably three, four, five months before you have expensive bailiffs and uh, legal fees to actually turf them out. You know, again, I've experienced that recently and it's not a nice process and it makes a real big dent in the bank balance and the profitability of your portfolio. So the service accommodation model for me is a, a model that we are in full control of. The government aren't really regulating it. Uh, they've got no real restrictions or legislations that protect the guests. And therefore, you know, they can't really stay in there like a tenant can. And therefore, it doesn't cost you fortunes to get them out if there's any problems, but also the taxation of it. But in the main, there's so many different angles to the short term rental model that Many landlords don't understand. They don't know about it because they just ran the AST model. They've never dabbled into it. They don't have the experience in the accountancy side of it and knowing how to do the capital allowance assessments and reclaim money back. And for me, when you add all these different, you know, I, I could go on and on and on about all the different elements, but these are kind of the key ones that, you know, I know and I have experienced in my portfolio that have saved me fortunes and helped me make more money. And also that we're working with with landlords as well to be able to do the same. And I, um, you know, I just feel like each and every one of those pots just ticks that box over the AST. You know, if you had a sheet of paper, pros and cons, AST versus short-term rental, there's lots more ticks in the serviced accommodation box than the AST box. I can't actually think of an AST benefit over serviced accommodation. Yes, I might be biased because, you know, I'm passionate about this side and I've always kind of wanted to, I didn't always want to do serviced accommodation. I initially actually just wanted to buy properties and rent them out to tenants. And then I kind of fell into serviced accommodation. But once I had my eyes opened by it, I realized how much better the strategy was for not only protecting me and protecting my assets and protecting the profitability of the business, but also just in terms of, you know, avoiding the regulation and um, the taxation that the government are putting on. And, you know, it's just a, it's just for me, I, I, I cannot sing its praises anymore. And buy to SA, I think out there, you know, I think it's even more powerful than buy to HMOs because with buy to HMOs, yes, you've got the increased rent, however from one building but you still succumb to those restrictions from the government if you get a you know tenant in an hmo that doesn't want to pay then you've got to go through that process of getting them kicked out which is a costly exercise you know so for me there's there's the protection element the control element and the increased profit element and i guess the great thing with buy to sa you know if you're a landlord out there you've not dabbled in it before and maybe you're wanting to dabble in it but you're thinking I don't want to speak to guests. I don't want to deal with cleaners. Then, you know, there's enough profit margin uh, within each and every, you know, property every single month that you can pay a management company. You know, management companies charge anywhere from probably 10 to 25% per month, depending on who you choose. And they will run that operation for you. Many landlords use an estate agents. They give 10% of the rent away each month, sometimes even more. And, you know, they're happy to do that. It's no different, really. You're just giving the property to a professional property manager who specializes in short-term rental, service accommodation, holiday homes. And they will then, you know, do exactly the same. They run the day-to-day -day for you. They deal with the maintenance. And then, obviously, they deduct their fee at the end of the month and pay you out your rent. And that model, for me, is one of the best models that a landlord who wants to stay passive but wants to get more income into their business can execute. 
And, um, you know, obviously we manage, you know, Luke Stays is, you know, uh, you know, very big portfolio in the Northeast. We're in, you know, the top five there. And, you know, we also operate throughout the UK. And it works very, very well for the landlords that we are working with. And they continue to actually buy more property now and give us more of their portfolio. Every time a tenant comes, uh, gives their property back to them, we're the first phone call they make once they've dabbled with us at the start because they understand the profitability. They understand how easy it is. They understand that they've got more control, less taxation. And all of the boxes are just keep getting ticked in their eyes. And once they get more and more comfortable with it, then you know they want to do more of it and why wouldn't you at the end of the day investment is about making money you know you're putting your hard-earned money into a property yes you want your asset growth but you're also wanting your cash flow out of it and the sa model gives you far more cash flow than any ast model that i have ever analyzed or seen or you know even spoken to other you know developers building big units uh, even people down in various other locations in the uk Every single one of them cannot compare an AST model, or should I say, cannot beat a, a service accommodation model versus an AST model as far as I've ever analyzed. So if you're a landlord out there and you've not experienced it, feel free, obviously, to reach out to us. We can look at, you know, uh, analyzing your property. It's part of the service that we do. We will give you a full scope of, yes, we can make more money or no, we can't. Yes, that area works or that property works. And if it doesn't, obviously, we can give you an honest opinion. And many other companies can also do that as well. And, you know, and then obviously, if it works for you, you can test the water. The great thing about SA as well is you can test the water. If you put an AST contract with somebody, you're typically tied in for minimum six months. You can invest in short-term rentals. You can give one property a go. Yeah, okay, you're going to have to furnish it, which might be a bit of an, you know, an outlay. But worst-case scenario, you can then rent that house furnished if it doesn't work for you, or you can move the furniture to another prop property. You know, that is just an asset on your books that you can use time over time. But the main thing is that if it not, does not work, you can just stop. You know, you, you, you close your calendar down, you take no more bookings, and then you revert it back to an AST strategy. You have that flexibility with the model to be able to do that. However, I guarantee you that if you do do it, you will not go back to ASTs, and you will convert your whole portfolio to serviced accommodation because you will see the huge rewards and the control benefits that it does offer. As I said earlier, if you do want us to analyze any properties, either DM me on any social medias or head over to lukestays.com forward slash partners and you'll find out more information there. Fill a form out and we can get your property analyzed for you. And, you know, any, any questions that anyone's got around this model or any other model or any of the other podcast episodes, please feel free to just reach out to me on any of the socials. I'm more than happy to help and ultimately help you move forward in this game. As always, please, please, please subscribe. It does help the algorithms. Like, share, comment, and tell everyone about the show. I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you soon for the next episode.